Hello world, it's Gerald coming at you from the uh, Guy Talk podcast. It's just me today, solo. Um, we had kind of some signals crossing today with uh, my co-host Robbie, and uh, yeah. So I'm just go ahead and and do a solo episode, and hopefully next week we have everything figured out. Um, where, where to start? Where to start? Where to start? Um, okay, let's start with uh, some of the most disturbing stuff. So let's just go ahead and get that out of the way, and then the rest of the episode can kind of be about some more positive things. Um, disturbing. Uh, one of my biggest fears in... Uh, this ever period is uh, too much technology and how far it goes um, I have a really strong fear of uh, you know the Terminator kind of scenario taking over and, and actually you know happening where technology just goes too far human beings create a machine that is sentient and you know um, just capable of uh, causing our extinction uh, so whenever I hear things about like um, artificial intelligence and you know things of that nature it always makes me uncomfortable because I like technology up to a certain point. You know, uh, I think our smartphones and our, and you know, the social media and all that stuff and the PCs and laptops and tablets, you know, uh, electric cars and all that stuff, I think that's fine. But once you start creating humanoid, uh, beings that are given the ability to uh, move on their own think for themselves that's when I think you've gone way too far way too far um, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I posted on my Facebook page uh, today where this um, this article was written by a author that said that uh, there is now a AI system uh, that can write as well as she can, and what she means is there's a AI program out there that all you have to do is start a couple of lines of dialogue as far as um, you know just writing it down as if you were going to write an article or a story a novel whatever it is just start with a couple of lines and the the um the AI will kick in and 
take over and write the remainder of that story. Uh, I first heard about this on uh, Linus Tech. He's a YouTuber. has a uh, very huge YouTube page. I think it's like 10 million subs. And he does a lot of technology reviews, mainly computers and PC parts and um, you know things of that nature. Um, but it was a, a story that he I first saw him report on, and yeah, man, it, it's just super, super creepy. Like anybody that knows me has heard me talk about that before. Is is unsettling. It's it just it upsets me because this, you know, be you know the extreme version of what this means is my fear of robots taking over, wiping out humanity, and that's it. That's the extreme. But if we start looking at a more realistic possibility we can you know think of it this way creating artificial intelligent intelligence um, that is autonomous is the first step towards uh, eliminating human workforce and that means what that means that millions, potentially billions of people worldwide are without a means of providing for them for their families because you would have automation that is also sentient that can think and and pretty much do any job faster than a human being they're less of a liability they can be programmed to never miss a day they can work 24 hours straight without needing break times union you know stuff like that um, mandatory state minimums and all that sort of stuff you know what I mean so it's like humans can't compete with with robots Let's, let's just be real. They can't compete with robots as far as in the, in the workforce. So that sort of thing, it always upsets me because I don't understand science to the point to where they want to basically uh, put everybody out of work. And that... I mean, if you can program a robot to write a story or write an article in a way to where no human would even be able to tell the difference, then I'm sure you can program a robot to do anything. I'm sure you can program a robot to research and come up with scientific hypothesis and, and all that stuff. So, essentially, all these smart, brainy scientists, inventors, and all that stuff are basically putting themselves out of work at the end of the day, too. So, I don't understand that. that 
in a way, it kind of, to me, feels like going against self-preservation. It seems like you're just, you know, putting yourself out there. And, and, and you're going to be screwed in the end. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's super troubling to me. Um, I don't understand why anybody would be okay with that. And, and like I said, it's weird. I know I'm weird in saying that I like technology. But I do. But only up until a certain point. I, I feel like now, you know, our cell phones, whether you're Apple or Android, our cell phones are pretty much at a point to where they are as good as they're going to get. Unless there is something, some new crazy innovation that's coming, they're pretty much as good as they're going to get right now. And uh, I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. I just, there's a few things with the limited AI that we have, like uh, Siri or Alexa or the Google, that could be tightened up and made more easier or whatever. But that's all I need. Beyond that, I don't need anything more than that. Anything beyond this is, to me, is. It's really scary. It's um, it's really scary. Um, yeah, but let's uh <clears throat> get off of that because I don't want to keep freaking myself out. Oh, uh, update for uh those of you who have been listening. Uh, last week's episode, I talked to Robbie about you know we had this big snowstorm. Uh, here in Washington and uh, it wasn't good <laughs> it sucked uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up was you know I talked about how much uh, chains cost he asked me how much they cost and all that good stuff because I couldn't I could not get out of my neighborhood um, in my neighborhood you gotta come down a, uh, a hill it's not super super steep but it's steep enough, it's long and very gradual. But um, I could only, and it's like two, it's, uh, two blocks up into the main road, into my neighborhood. So get going up that hill, I could only make it up about halfway, which, you know, that first street. And then once I made it, there, then my tires would start spinning, and it was really difficult to go beyond that point. And sometimes I would slide backwards and all that stuff. So, getting out of my neighborhood was tough. And, uh, you know, I was even going to have my neighbor go up to uh, the Walmart that's about five, ten minutes away and uh, buy me something buy me some chains because he has a truck and you know four wheel drive and all that good stuff and for him getting out wasn't as much of a challenge uh, but I decided to stay put I missed a couple days of work 
but it was okay. I got, you know, paid time off, so I was able to cover that. Uh, but we talked about, you know, how much the change cost, and I was wrong. You know, the chains that I was looking at must have been on a different site or it may have been just for one <laughs> one tire's worth of chains for $30. Them shits are expensive. I spent $75 on uh, uh, two chains, a, a set of two. Now, I thought when you got chains, it, it automatically came in a, a set of four, but this set only came in a set of two and they're really nice chains uh but yeah seventy five dollars that was more than I wanted to spend um and it was super frustrating to get to put on you know for people that live in climates and areas that get snow all the time putting on chains is probably you know part of your upbringing it means nothing to you but for me Somebody that's never had to do that before, this being my first time putting those on, that was annoying. It pissed me off. I was out there freezing my, my damn fingers off. Uh, I was cussing. It took me about 45 minutes to get two chains on. I was super mad. Uh, yeah. So, uh, just so I'm educating anybody listening, if you ever have to put chains on, the easiest way to do it is to jack up your car a little bit get the car up off the ground have the the wheel suspended a half an inch off the ground that's all you need and with that half an inch you'll be able to slide your chains underneath wrap them around tighten them up and you know all that good stuff don't just sit them down on the ground move your car back a few inches and then try to clamp them together no that that's difficult that's the hard way to do it and that's what I did um, the instructions didn't say I had to lift the car up or jack it up so I just went with my instincts and on that situation my instincts were wrong uh, so just don't don't do that don't uh, don't do it that way. Do it the other way. Um, but speaking of the soul, uh, it's pretty much melted. I still have snow in my yard and, you know, in my backyard. But the roads are clear. Which is really confusing to me why, if the roads are clear like they are, and they've been clear for a week now. Why hasn't my garbage been picked up? The the damn garbage company has not come to pick up my garbage. My trash can's been out since Wednesday, which is garbage uh, garbage day, and here it is now Sunday, and my garbage is still there. They called and said they were gonna be a day late, but Thursday came and went. Friday came and went. Saturday, and they still haven't come. So I'm a little pissed off about that. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I can get over as long as they come get that this week. If not, they're gonna have to give me some type of credit, man. That's that's crazy. Uh, 
uh, let's get back into one more kind of upsetting, disappointing story or, or uh, current event that took place this week. Um, I don't think we talked about it. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't. Uh, but uh, a few weeks back, uh, the guy, one of the guys from the Fox show Empire, um, his name is uh, Jesse Smollett, uh, had an incident where he said he was attacked in Chicago um, while he was out going to, you know, going to find some food late at night. And uh, he said he was attacked by a couple white guys, you know, wearing MAGA hats and spewing racial things at him and homophobic things at him. You know, he is gay in real life. He's African-American man or at least biracial. Um, they were telling him, and according to him, they were saying, you know, this is our country or this is MAGA country. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Well, today, um, the Chicago police have released some of their uh, information regarding, you know, this investigation. And there's some reason to believe that his attack was staged. Um, some people believe that he hired a couple guys who were actually on Empire with him as, you know, some uh, sub-characters uh, that were friends of his. And he paid them to, you know, come rough them up to make this whole, play out this scenario. Um... And, you know, this stuff is coming to light. Uh, I got to say, man, I don't know if this is true, um, but this this story is really upsetting. It's, uh, you know, the, this country is, is really messed up right now <clears throat> because... Really for one reason, you know, Donald Trump being in office. And some people think that, you know, he's super racist. He's a symbol for racism and white privilege and, and all that good stuff. And, you know, a lot of, some people believe a lot of his supporters are like-minded individuals. So... With uh, Jesse doing that, uh, people believe that it, it's kind of damaging to the overall mission of everybody else to, uh, you know, to kind of bring some legitimacy to the rest of the world. Um, Basically, they, they feel like him doing that takes away all credibility from any other thing that could be said, you know, in the future. 
about those type of people. Um, so if another attack happens in Charlottesville or wherever, and it's a MAGA situation, people can now say that, oh, it was probably staged because Jesse Smollett staged his attack and lied about the MAGA guys and this and that. So it, it's possible that whatever this new incident is, is probably staged because that's just what people do. They have this negative connotation about MAGA this, MAGA that. So it was probably fake. Which to me <clears throat> is a super legitimate argument. Uh, which is why why this story is upsetting people. Um, I don't know why this dude would do that. Uh, it's rumored to be said though. It's possible he did this because people are people have heard that uh, his his uh, show is about to write him off. And he's about to be fired. So, this pulling the stunt was a way of keeping his name in the news and keeping his face relevant and possibly could have saved his job. I don't see how that was possible, but that that is kind of the rumor that's going around that he was about to be fired or written off the show. Or he wasn't going to have a job anymore. So, in an attempt to stay more relevant and and popping, he created this scenario, this lie, paid off some people that he worked with in the past, some friends, and created this whole thing. And now, after the uh, initial investigations, you know, the Chicago police have some serious doubts about you know, his account of the story and the legitimacy of it. Um, it's still early, but I'm sure we're going to hear more about this in the coming weeks. And uh, it's not looking good for him, though. I can tell you that right now. It is not looking good for him. Uh, so, good luck to him, you know. If he did do some foul shit like that, though... He deserves every everything that's coming to him, cause that, that's not cool to uh, to weaponize, you know, a lot of these a lot of these uh, fights that he's doing. You know, there's a lot of gay people out there um, that do actually get attacked for being gay. Uh, there are a lot of black people out there that do get attacked for being black, and you know, trying to capitalize on that is, I don't understand the logic and <clears throat> trying to do something like that. But, uh, yeah, that's just me. Um, I got a few more points here. I'm going to try to wrap this up, you know, keep it short since it's just me, uh, today. But, um, alright, so... What was it, yesterday morning? Yeah, it was yesterday morning. Um, yesterday morning, I got up and uh, t 
took a shower and uh well when I went in the bathroom, you know, turned the light and the fan, you know, uh turned on the shower and I had got undressed first before I turned the shower on, but when I turned off the shower, you know, the water starts running and then immediately I just just felt like peeing. So as I was standing there, I just peed right into the shower. <laughs> I was wondering who out there and anybody listening, I post this uh all my episodes either on my Twitter or my Facebook. So feel free to comment on those two platforms. Uh this is Young Black Two Five Three at Twitter and Facebook Gerald Johnson. Um Yeah, so I was just wondering what type of like disgusting habits do you guys have? Like one one of my things is obviously pissing in the shower. And uh I'm thirty three years old and I I can't remember a time where I didn't piss in the shower like Every time I take a shower, I piss in the shower. And I really don't feel like that's disgusting. I feel like, and also I don't, I don't feel like I'm the only one that does that. But I don't really think it's that bad because it's going straight down the drain. Um, yeah. I mean, I could have turned around and lifted up the seat and, and went in the toilet. But I was already naked. You know, I had the shower curtain open, like, just pissing in and just let it just go straight down. And it just happened so fast, like, without even thinking, like, the water came on and I just started pissing just right there, boom. Like, damn. Okay, whatever. Um, But, yeah, what kind of, like, disgusting habits do you guys have? Uh, Another one of mine is, like... I fart all the time. To to the women listening, I'm sure that's not surprising. But I fart all the time. And, uh, you know, lucky for me, though, uh, they don't stink. Usually. I say, like, one in a thousand stink. Um, and luckily for me, my wife is really cool. I mean, she don't like it. I'm pretty sure she hates it, actually. But she's okay with it because it doesn't have a smell. Like, if I was just ripping ass all the time and it had a smell, she probably would have killed me by now. But because they don't smell, like like I said, maybe one in a thousand do smell, she just kind of be like, ugh, it sounds gross, but whatever. Like it ain't it ain't that bad. She can live with it. Um Yeah, so in the comments, tell me your nasty habits. I'm put myself out there, now it's your turn. Uh gonna keep rocking, keep rolling. Um Oh yeah, over the weekend I've been playing a lot of uh video games the last couple of days. Um and this game came out uh, Apex Legends, uh, and I play on Xbox, but 
<clears throat> this game came out, I think a week ago, and I played it once or twice a week ago, and it was cool, it was, you know, it was fun or whatever, uh, but I didn't really get to get into it, get into it until this week, and um, it's a really dope game, and <clears throat> I'm not the only one that thought so, what I saw uh, a couple days ago was an article about how in the first three days of this game coming out, it already had 10 million players online. And 10 million players in three days is insane. Like, it's insane. 10 million million players on a video game, period, is insane. But in three days... It's crazy. Like, let, if we put it in perspective, Call of Duty is probably one of the most popular game franchises around. I don't think they get 10 million players in two weeks or possibly even a month. Like, if I'm being honest. I don't think they get that many in a month. But this game had... 10 million in three days and then after its first week it had 25 million players um yeah so this is the new game um if you're a gamer i'm sure you know about uh fortnite or PUBG, and you know all those kind of battle royale type of games those those kind of are the games that are leading the, the gaming industry right now so this was you know uh, EA's take on the Battle Royale game and they hit us with the Apex Legends and I gotta admit you know it, it's fun I still suck at it I'm super horrible at it I think I've only had two or three kills and I played probably 50 matches but <laughs> uh, it's fun and you know, I I looked it up today, and uh, they have a, a nine out of ten rank on uh, IGN. So if you're a gamer or your kids like games or whatever, let them download it. And the best part is, it's a free game. That's the best part. It's a free game. You don't have to pay any money. Um, you don't have to pay anything. You know, pay to win. No, none of that. It's a free game. You can download it and get started right away. Uh, which is dope. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, <clears throat> my bu- my most uh, important story of the night that I wanted to talk to you guys about was um, <clears throat> finally... Finally, Colin Kaepernick settles with the NFL. I'm telling you, man. That, that's that shit. I saw this article earlier today. And it comes from uh, Slate.com under the Culture tab. Um, you can find the story. And it's titled that. Colin Kaepernick uh, settles with the NFL or how... Colin Kaepernick settled with the NFL. Um, 
yeah, he is done. You know, he's been out of the NFL for two years now. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, he's been out of the NFL for two years now. And <clears throat> I think last year he filed a lawsuit against the NFL citing that um, there was collusion between the NFL and the owners to keep him out of the NFL because of his protest, uh, you know, in support of um, people's right to reject police brutality and uh, systematic racism. And, um, yeah, he, he actually did it. He actually did it, guys. Um, I have not watched football in two seasons. And this past year, Tom Brady won his sixth championship. And I am a Patriots fan. And I did not watch. I did not watch the year before when the Eagles played the Patriots. Because I am not watching the NFL. I have been standing and rocking with Colin Kaepernick and his protest. I I believe that it's the right thing to do. I believe that uh, any organization that would treat a player like that for doing what is right, that we all know to be right, is corny and I would never give them my view uh, which would you know puts money in their pocket I would never put money uh, towards their merchandise none of that I'm not gonna support you in any way because I think I think you foul and fucked up for that um, unfortunately we don't know everything that he's gonna be entitled to uh, because of this law, uh, uh, the lawsuit is uh, it has a confidentiality agreement. But I do have a couple quotes here that I wanted to read, um, and, and they go as follows. It says, <clears throat> "Although the precise details of the settlement are yet to are yet unknown, it's difficult to view uh, view the resolution as anything but a victory for Kaepernick and Reed." Uh, it will certainly be a win for players financially. Bleacher Reports' Mike Freeman reported that NFL teams were speculating the settlement with Kaepernick alone could have been in the $60 million to $80 million range. Kaepernick filed his grievance against the league in October 2017, alleging that one or more teams had colluded with each other and or the league to keep him out of the NFL because of his decision to kneel during the national anthem in the 2016-2017 season as a protest against police brutality and systematic racism. So that alone is amazing. We all know that you know since Cap has been out of the league, uh, he has pledged to give millions and millions of dollars of his own money uh, to scholarships for kids and, and all this stuff. So he hasn't been working and he's been giving his money away. 
I'm in support of, of this. 60 to 80 million dollars, you deserve every penny, man. You you laid down on the cross and, and sacrificed yourself uh, for the betterment, hopefully, uh, you know, for the rest of the NFL players. Whether they support it or not, or stand up for you or not, uh, they're going to appreciate that at the end of the day when, you know, somebody down the road is going to have an issue and they're able to protest and express themselves freely without the, without the, uh, the pressure or concern that you may be fired or blackballed and all that stuff. So, yeah, 60 to $80 million. Get your money, boy. I feel you. I like that. But this other quote is uh, where that that Jesse Smollett stuff comes back into play and, and Donald Trump because now, you know, with him lying and, and all that stuff and giving ammunition to the far right about, you know, the leftist or the left ideology and how now they're about to say we're, we're all a bunch of liars or we're all just fake news and all that stuff and and that will embolden those MAGA type people those tiki torch carrying people um, but yeah he, he screwed it up so this next part is where it's concerning and it says, uh, both the Kaepernick and Reed grievances cited President Donald Trump's role in pressuring owners to bar any player who protest, uh, protested during the national anthem. The New York Times reported that NFL owners held a closed-door meeting in October 2017 in which a number of them appeared terrified of Trump. The Wall Street Journal Further reported that Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones had been asked by Trump to deliver a message to the owners about the protest movement. This, and, and, and it says, I quote, This is very winning, this is a very winning and strong issue for me, Trump said. According to the journal's account of Jones's deposition, tell everybody you. You can't win this one. This one lifts me. Yeah. So basically, Donald Trump got into Dallas Cowboy owner Jerry Jones' ear, passed him a note, and said, "Tell all the owners, don't don't hire this man. Don't don't give in to these people protesting, because I'm gonna use." All this uh, hatred and <clears throat> and uh, division to my benefit, and I'm going to rally my troops around the idea that you know make America a great uh, make America great again is standing for the anthem, even though police brutality is a very real thing. It's a it's a issue that needs needs to be addressed by the federal government, and yeah, 
he just weaponized it and, and hijacked it and the owners were complicit in allowing it to happen. So I'm proud of Colin for, you know, getting his money. I also read in the article, and I didn't uh, snatch the quote, but I read in the article that <clears throat> uh, his lawyers during their investigation, you know, uh, had unearthed way more evidence that would substantiate his claims as to being blackballed, which is why uh, I believe and they believe uh, that they settled and they're going to you know, give him this 60 to 80 million dollars and yeah so yeah that's it man that's it Kaepernick won and because he won we all win at the end of the day that's what it comes down to you just if you find yourself in a situation where it's you versus the law and you know that you're in the, in the right, you didn't do nothing wrong, you just got to keep moving forward and have faith that it's going gonna, it's gonna to get taken care of. You know what I'm saying? That's all it comes down to. But uh, that's it, man. I have nothing else uh, for the night. Um, next week, I'm going to try to talk about this uh, weird guy that I just found from uh, another one of my podcasts that I listen to. And uh, this dude seems like a real piece of work. Um, but next week, we're going to try to get into it and we're going to talk about about this. Uh, his name's Hard Rock Nick. And we're going we're gonna to get into this guy because this is some craziness that he got going on. But um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, again, we are on Spotify. Uh, and I would really appreciate if you guys enjoyed the content. If you enjoy the episodes, please do me a favor. Share it. You know, uh, tag your friends in it or something so they can have a listen. And, and uh, they can enjoy it as well. I'm just trying to grow this thing. Uh, I I can see from my analytics that every ap upload gets a little bit better as far as views and all that stuff. So just continue to do it. And um, I appreciate all you guys. And yeah, I'll see you guys on the next one.